Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, we are going to spend the first of our three special editions breaking down the Disney Investors Event for 2020. That was a Disney Investor Event? It was a Disney invest- Investor Event. I think you would have heard something about that. This week, What's we're going to... the news? <laughs> this week, we're going to cover Lucasfilm. Welcome, everyone. I'm Ari Rain. J- joining me are Chris, Ethan, and Mikey. Janning? Janning. Janning you? Janning me. Janning you. Also Jan- joining us is Hallmark Movies in the other room. Hallmark Movies are in the other room. So do you hear any love noises or... Love noises. <laughs> love noises. If you hear any love noises, you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> That's a good or maybe the right one. No, no, no. Who's picking up the headphones like, yes, <laughs> that would be Time a- for love noises. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdables After Dark. Well, I used to do that voice a little bit. You yeah. Get, get real close to it and talk get about it. Get real close to the mic. Like. This goes out to Janie. Janie. This goes out to Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan says, maybe not. <laughs> I still think that'd be perfect for you. So, uh, Lucasfilm. So, the Thursday, Disney holds its investor event. And it's, it's important to note out, to, to, to start, that this event is for investors. It's not necessarily an entertainment event, but it's become that, as you know the news is going to come out. Right. But this is a call to investors to basically say, hey, we lost $60 billion, but it's going to be okay because we're making $60 billion projects. But this is something they do every year, but it's they usually do it every year, not broadcast this, to It's the usually people. not broadcast because... One, most of these announcements are made in entertainment venues like San Diego or D23 mm-hmm. or special events that they hold for Marvel Films or Lucasfilm. And it seemed like all of it was done here. And as my friend has pointed out, this is an investor call. This is to tell people you're going to be okay because this is our plan. And people you're that I know that are back. in... Well, not in, <laughs> it, it's this has happened before when you have a company that's not necessarily doing well in this case it's very external factors it's not like they put out their whole slate of movies for 2021 or 2020 nobody went their theme park obviously is closed movie theaters are closed disney plus is doing great but even then it's hard to get new product on it until now as they started to get the finishing of production so one of the things that almost every company does is come up with a whole lot of projects that are very far away we're hearing about projects in 2023 and beyond Mm -hmm. let people know now we have a plan for the next five years or so Mm. Be careful. It, I mean, so, you know, be, be you're all, you're going to be all right. We're being you know, what's going to happen, and it worked because the next day Disney stock hit like an all time high. Well, th- it should be known that there wasn't a D twenty three this year. You know, there's probably not going. There be wasn't one. going to be. There, no, there's probably not going to be one next year. Possibly, who knows? I mean, there's a vaccine mm, out there. It's it's hard to tell what's going to happen. Fifty fifty at this point. We know that a lot of cons and things like that are being, being canceled for spring, even in the spring, being canceled. We'll see what happens because we don't know what the, nobody knows what the world's going to be like on the other side of this, especially Correct. right away. So this is a good opportunity to to show at least some of this to the fans mm-hmm. as, as well as investors. You know, they, I think they even brought I think they even uh, they said that they they live streamed it last year, but no one really paid attention. Yeah, to Yeah, because it was all I think it was all stuff. I think I remember us talking about it that outside of some business stuff that like Bob Iger was talking about in right. terms of monetary stuff and what was going on with D plus, which was coming when mm-hmm. they did the investor call. I think that's what most of it was, was like, here's the technology that we have. Right. This is the this is the way we're going to get stuff to fans. Right. And this is OK. Well, now we told you Disney plus is coming. Here's the eighty five thousand projects that are going to be on Disney plus as we go forward. And also, it, it lets consumers know if you're getting to the point where you only have to keep one streaming service. Yep, might want to have this one, but most of the stuff we won't see for another year at least. 
Well, this is also technically the first one they did after the acquisition of 20th Century Fox. After them knowing what they could do with it. Yes. Right. Really, really getting into it and, and seeing what properties they have. Yeah, and there's and not really too starting... much that was announced there. We'll get into some of it when we get to the Marvel one next week. And then also to when we get into the Disney and stuff Disney, the week after. The week after, and we'll talk about other stuff like that. But we're going to start with Lucasfilm because Lucasfilm announced or gave you more information for 10 projects, uh, 10 Star Wars projects alone, plus three more. And we're going to talk about those first. And the one that, to me, outside of Star Wars, was the most pleasant surprise is the announcement that we are getting a D-plus series for Willow. Uh, Warwick Davis does come back. John M. Chu, who did Crazy Rich Asians, uh, is directing the pilot. Lawrence Kasdan, is the, he's writing the pilot, and he is show-running along with Mindy Miracle. Mm-hmm. Mir- Mir- yeah, Miracle. Told differently. Uh, and Ron Howard will also be a producer for it. Didn't they um, also say Bert... Uh, uh, Bert and Bertie or whatever. Bert and Ernie. No, no, no. The uh, the dr- the directors, the husband and wife team. You're yelling again, Bert. It might be, but I didn't see that info there. It could be there. Uh, the names that I saw in the articles that I had were, were Warwick Davis, John Chu, Lawrence Kasdan, Wendy Miracle. No reports on Val Kilmer coming back. Because uh, Chu's... And no re- reports on uh, uh, Kevin Pollack coming back. Don't uh, forget Kevin Pollack is in that film. Well, remember, this is set decades after Willow, the movie. Yeah, it, I think a lot of the stuff that you're talking about is an information that was not actually released. I looked at official stuff from Disney, and that's basically all they said. Oh no, this was this was because uh, I, I watched the I, I watched the entire uh, presentation, okay. and Kathleen Kennedy came on, and she you know she was saying, and she said that this will be set decades after Willow. Yeah, because it's that, been decades after Willow, right. <laughs> and that John Chu is is directing the pilot. Yeah, that's what I said. He's yeah. directing the pilot. Lawrence Kasdan and uh, Wendy Miracle are showrunners, and Ron Howard is a producer. And they were also talking about that some people have been cast already, and there are rumored reports that Aaron Kellyman from Han Solo is in it. Right. Which would be very interesting, but also ruins my idea. Well, also that they didn't announce it. Like, I really want an Emphis Nest series. Yeah. It would be so fascinating. Plus, you can put you can put Saw in it. So the series will be released in 2022. Yeah, so we've got... I wonder if Disney feels like Solo was a flop in their mind. No, so no, they don't. And we'll yeah. get to that later. Um, so, Willow, I know I have an affection, 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 whatever. I'm trying to speak English for Willow. I know Rich really loves it. Oh, my God. I, yes. Has anyone else even seen it? No. Because it's, it's, I think, before both of your times. What, Willow? Yeah. I've seen it. I think I've you've seen, seen it. I've seen it once a long time ago. Yeah, I don't care. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. That's the movie that made me fall in love with Joanne Whaley, and apparently so did Val Kilmer. Yeah, he married her. <laughs> now that was one of those when they announced it, you know, which was we are, we talked about that it was coming. That we've talked, you know, Warwick Davis even confirmed it a while back. That there was some well, sort was of project of that was in there. Yeah, in, in a well, sense. There, that there was a project coming. Yes, yeah. when they did the twentieth and twentieth anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary last year for the Blu Ray, this year for the Blu Ray, something yes. like that. Um, it felt like there was some energy around it. My favorite thing with Willow ever is every year before they got acquired by Disney, Lucasfilm always had an April Fool's joke. There was one that was like the the Blu-ray is coming to, or the holiday special is coming to Blu-ray. And I remember Rich falling for that one. Yes. Uh, he kept telling me, and I kept saying, look at the date. It's just, it comes out in October. No, look at the date. No, it comes out in October. The date. What's the date? 
look at this. What is today? April 1st. Oh, crap. <laughs> so there was one like two years before that, which was that George Lucas had confirmed that Willow exists in the Star Wars universe. It's a planet in the galaxy that just hadn't made contact yet. And that at some point it would be introduced into the Star Wars universe. And people ate it up like it was it was, it was like, oh my God, this is great. We get to see this. Maybe we'll see like the first time somebody comes. It was like, it, dude, it's April 1st. They've been doing this for like five years. It's oh, I'm sorry. Like Bert, and, uh, Bert and Bertie, which is a director team, husband and wife, it'll be directing one of the, uh, at least some of the Hawkeye. There you go. Bert which we'll get onto that uh, they, next she, week. <laughs> Change his name to Bernie. It's no, they, they're a husband and wife team. They they won for... So was Bert and Ernie. <laughs> no, they won an Oscar last year for... Uh, so did Bert and Ernie. Shut up. <laughs> Go find Emily. So was Bert and Ernie. That was just shut up. <laughs> like, seriously, dude. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a moratorium on mentioning her name again. Because um, we don't need to deal with that, the whole thing. But we'll, we'll get to them in a week. Uh, yes, we'll talk about them next week. So that's... One of the three things that we mentioned that Lucasfilm's doing that isn't so related to Star Wars. The other was information on Indiana Jones 5. First off, it's still coming. Uh, that's info. Secondly, Harrison Ford's still in it. Yes. Apparently, that's news. James Mangold is still directing it. Apparently, yes. that's news. The uh, big but news. But what they said was that it is his final film. No, they said the way that Kathleen Kennedy said it, she goes, this is the fifth and final indie film. That's what she said right there. Yeah, that's what she said. I don't believe her at all. Yeah. It's Harrison's last film because, I mean, they don't want to put him in a wheelchair. Well, they said uh, film, so there could be a TV series. That's, yeah. Starring Alden Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we're talking about this earlier, we said they should do a young Indiana. You should announce immediately there's a young Indiana Jones movie or series that uh, Alden Ingram is in, who played him during in uh, Han Solo. And then when Mikey came in, he said, make... Uh, make um, Adam Driver the villain in Indy 5 and have him kill Harrison Ford. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be yeah, like awesome. That would With be, a lightsaber, just for the hell. Just with a sword. At least have a sword. Yeah. Just have somebody a sword just runs that's on a sword fire. right through him. And it has to have a cross guard. And he just pushes him off of a bridge. Well, the sword, the sword would probably have a yeah. cross guard. Yeah. He just gets him with like... He, but it's, it's on has, fire, so it gives you that red... He has here. the sword of the Crusader from yes. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> he goes and finds it and says, okay, now I'm going to kill my dad. And then oh, he plays an older mutt <laughs> and kills Harrison Ford. <laughs> I swear if this happens, then I'm on board with Rich's idea that Lucasfilm listens to our show and steals all the ideas. I'm telling out, like, you. In a month, Kathleen Kennedy comes on and says, we've hired Adam Driver to play mutt, a, an angry son upset with his Indiana Jones father. <laughs> he kills him. I'm telling you, when we get to one of the titles coming <laughs> up. Then they uh, go back to India. <laughs> and, shot, and he pushes him over the bridge that was torn down in Temple Doom. So. No, no, no. That's where they fight at the end. I know. <laughs> so they also announced that production starts in early 2021 and that it still has a date of uh, in July of summer of 2020. July is summer. July of 2022. The one project that we saw that wasn't connected to something that we had already seen is the adaptation of Children of Blood and Bone. It's based on a New York Times uh, young adult bestseller by Tony Morrison. No, it's it, what, Tommy. T O M I. What is Tommy? What's the last name? I can't even read my own writing. It's Ed Yemi. Ed Yemi. She's a uh, West African. Um, she's from Nigeria. She's from Nigeria. Yeah. yeah. Or her, Nigerian her American. Heritage, her heritage is Nigerian. Uh, so it deals with a young hero, Zeli. Ada, Ada Bola. Ada Bola? Yeah. 
rescuing magic to or returning magic to her kingdom. It is the first of a planned trilogy, and Rick Famuyiwa. Yes, I'm. So, I love him, and I can never get his name right. Um, he was attached to this at one point earlier. They didn't mention him yesterday, but it is. We think he's probably going to do it. I mean, he's still directing episodes well, they, they of the didn't. They didn't really so. talk a lot about this, but yes. No, yeah, he had been attached before to do it, so maybe he just hasn't signed the contract yet, but I'm sure he's still there. So those are the three projects we saw from Lucasfilm that don't have anything to do with Star Wars. Then they got into Star Wars, and we're talking about some of the series that we already knew that was coming. So they gave us some more news on Obi-Wan, which, of course, is starring Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, they told us that it takes place 10 years after Return, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Placing it right halfway between three and four, just about Correct. 19 years, so it's right about there. We kind of figured that's where it was about. Mm-hmm. It's been almost 10 years. Oh, no, it's been 20 years since that trilogy, basically. Yeah, no, we're talking about the end of Return of the Jedi. Or Return to so the 15, yeah, so it's been 15 years since, since yeah. Sith. So it gets into place. But the big news is that Hayden Christensen is returning as yes. Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. And everyone's like, how the heck did they do that? What do they do? Well, does he put him in the suit? Does he not put him in the suit? Is it a force stream? We don't know. We just know that he's coming back. It's well, he most likely have to be in the suit. David Prowse. He doesn't have to be in the though, suit. So. No, no, no. Because if it's a, uh, if it's well, there was rumor that Hayden Christensen was in the suit on episode three. That they had he did. The no, he, he yeah. did. He did. Yeah, he gets yeah, he gets yeah. in the suit. So, yeah. and obviously it doesn't you know it can be hell. You could put Jonas Swotomo in if you really well, wanted to. Right. The the question that then becomes this is the one where we kind of start speculating is if it's Vader, and he confronts him. Episode four sucks. Right. Correct. That's the doesn't suck. But what I'm saying is I hate that idea. That whole speech and when they first meet kind of goes out the window. Because as as I've said on this show a thousand times, I really love John Jackson Miller's Kenobi book. And one of the things in the book is that he thinks that Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader is dead. Mm. Being on Tatooine, this takes place right after Revenge of the Sith. You know, he comes, hands the baby off, and then goes and finds a hut. And as he's in there for the month or or whatever that 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 story takes place, he has no idea that Vader's alive. He's right. in the middle of nowhere. He's not, you know, he's not in the middle of like, hey, who's that, you know, black suited figure up there named Darth Vader? Because he does know his name. We came that we came up with that one, but he thinks he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it goes so through Obi- a lot of the Obi Wan does know Vader's name. Yeah, he, he knows Vader's it, name, but he still thinks he's dead. Yes. He still thinks that he's left on the on the sand. So he thinks he's Mustafar dead. You figure at some point, and that's where I think this could be: is he hears the news as the Empire begins to really take over that sure. planet. That Darth Vader, a character named Darth Vader, or a person named Darth Vader, is the head of, or a big part of, you know, the Emperor's right hand. Right. He knows he's alive, and so, you know, obviously with the Force, you can have a lot of kind of mystical type things that come in, and he can see his friend as that vision of Hayden Christensen. Whether they're communing, whether they put in the the Force timing, you mm-hmm. know, something like that, where you put Hayden in the makeup. And have him not be in the suit, but in the makeup, having a argument, confrontation, whatever. I still think that takes away from episode well, four. But or he could Kathleen be in Kennedy a, in like the the chamber. Well, yeah, yeah. That well, same but, idea. but you even you even you could do flashbacks or things like that of mm-hmm. you know Obi Wan reminiscing about or you know even have communing with Qui Gon, thinking about Anakin. Right. But the other side of it is Kathleen Kennedy did mention this is going to be the rematch to watch out yeah. for or something. Yeah. It's like the, the way the she second chance it. to yeah. say, 
Ewan McGregor has said that one of the things that he really loved about this series now, you know, now that the news has been re- released, is he gets the chance to be reunited, be, to 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 basically see Hayden again. Yeah. Obviously, they worked together for a long time in those last two films. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, it's set to begin production in 2021, March. Yep, which means we see it 2022, I think. Well, we know that we know Mando season Mandalorian three. season three is next year, Christmas of of next year. Yeah, yes, it keeps getting back. It's a weird thing because there's another one that's set right about there, and we'll get to that one when I think the next thing that we do. Um, it's also shooting in Boston. Have you seen the? Yeah, <laughs> have you seen the Twitter? Oh yeah, with everyone doing the Boston Make accents. It <laughs> it's like Luke the Foss is with ya. <laughs> it's really weird that it's being shot in Boston because we just knew that um, the vo- the the volume that you know yeah. where they shoot Mandalorian was it the. State, what is it called? Stagecraft. 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 It's a company they own called Stagecraft, which uh, developed the volume, which is basically a roundhouse theater with projection. I mean, it's basically projection. The soundstage yeah. that they use. Yeah, to yeah. It's a soundstage that, that, that projects the background onto the. And it's know. able to, whatever you put in the background is able to be captured on film in a way that you really don't have wow. to change it. Right. So you, the, you don't have to worry about lighting and things like that. Yeah. You know, and you the have characters of it. can see what's going on. So they can finish Mandalorian. Yeah. Some like of the stuff in Mandalorian season two is shot on location, but most of it was shot in there. Yeah. And right. they mentioned that they're building a new one in LA. They're building one in London and one in uh, well, Australia. It helps with isolation, too. Oh, that's but what they were saying. Is they that, said it in the thing. Yeah. That the, what She said, ironically, building the volume allowed us to finish Mandalorian because we have control of that set. Mm-hmm. We, you know, Basically, what I would imagine is everybody's living in their trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, knowing people who are going to set and, and, and stuff, it's so insane, the, the, the protocols that you have. Well, you don't even have to, to build already. a lot of set either. So you don't have right. the, you know, all you those people. You don't have as, ton of, as many people doing that. And you don't have but a lot of different places you have to go to. You know the people that built the set mm-hmm. in there that you're going to use for the next week or so to shoot. They, they're they all clean. Right. So you don't Also, the, like the background is just a guy with an iPad can change everything. Yeah, yeah. You don't need 10 people on well, the crew. To give you a good example guy. of it, the cantina scene that they did, you know, in uh, the... Moss Eisley's cantina scene that they did in season one and season two, early season two, it's basically just the bar up against one of the walls. Mm-hmm. So that way he can go up to the bar and, you know, put his hands there or right. something. The rest of it, the seating and everything is completely LED screen, LED yeah. screen. Yeah. And you can't tell the difference. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Obi-Wan's one of those series that I want to be excited for it, but it's, it's, I'm more worried than everything because it is your head cannon is in a certain place. And we talked about this informally, like last week or before yeah. we said part of the reason that we think fans get like that is you have a head cannon going in. We were talking about it in terms of re- of reading um, the, from a certain point of view for empire strikes back as you give these backstories. And just like the EU did originally with tales from Mos Eisley Cantina and bounty hunters and mm-hmm. stuff, you get backstories for characters <laughs> that in your head, you're like, I, I think I know who this character is. And then uh-huh. you get something you're like, well, now that's gone. Mm-hmm. They've given it a, an well, that's what happened with a lot it. of people with the last Jedi, with the way they feel about Luke. Well, that happened yeah. to you. <laughs> well, no, but uh, I know, I know. I'm kidding. I mean, even, even with the, the sequel trilogy, knowing that Luke was going to be in it, it wasn't the Luke that they had for 20 years nope. in the EU, which I love other people hate. Yeah. Um, so it'll be, because if he goes off, you know, you, I've, I've I've said my thoughts about him going off planet of what I think of that, but you know, whatever it is, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be something. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, it, but the inner out of all the stuff that that Disney announced for Lucasfilm, 
Kenobi was the one people were most excited about. I think about. for everything they've said, Kenobi's been the one because everybody wanted you. I mean, look how much, how many times did we see Ewan's working out? I mean, yeah. it's 2008, 17. Kenobi's working. Uh, Ewan McGregor's working out. He's going to be Kenobi again. His hair out again. He's growing his hair out. Yeah. He's on him. He didn't take the motorcycle trip this year. He's doing this. He uh, he talked to Hayden Christensen on the phone yesterday. It's totally happening. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to the premiere. It's totally happening. Can we also no, take no. a moment and realize that how much crap people have given Hayden Christensen about playing Anakin, and now they're like super <laughs> oh, totally. excited about him coming back? Well, the sequels have made the prequels into the original trilogy right. for a generation of fans. Because not only that, this is I was talking about this with a, with uh, my coworker because I said the same thing for two decades. We've said that Hayden Christensen is this terrible human being because he dared to play Anakin Skywalker right. as an adult and didn't do Oscar caliber work or whatever. He also doesn't have a great director. Well, no, Sorry, Papa like, George, but it was it, all no, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Is for yeah. 20 years we've told him he's a piece right. of crap. You get past the sequel trilogy, and these people are so desperate for a return to what they had before. As soon as they announced Hayden Christensen, they're like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened. Right. This happened with Lucas. Remember last year mm -hmm. when it was in, what is it, James Cameron's like Secrets of Sci-Fi book or Sci-Fi History or whatever, and George Lucas's interview basically said he wanted to make a movie about bugs. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, that would have been so much better than Last Jedi. It would have been so much better than the it's sequel trilogy. We needed to need it. George needs to come back and save Star Wars. We spent two decades telling us that God damn, we need somebody else other than George Lucas to do Star Wars. And once we had it, we were super excited. And then we get two films and freak the F out and swear that we need somebody else to come save it from itself. Right. Oh, let's have George come back. It's like that that old um, uh, the, the old SNL skit when they had the second President Bush talking about Iraq. And they're like, well, what do you think should happen? Well, Iraq needs a, a, needs a, needs a strong leader. Like who? Saddam Hussein? Like it's that same idea. Well, the I was just person say. that we've vilified and made into the villain now all of a sudden is the hero to this generation right. of Star Wars fans who doesn't like the fact that Luke was kind of a dope. I was just going to say, it's a George W. Bush syndrome where everybody hated him when he was president. And as they got further away, they went, you know, he really wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah. But you know what? Hayden Christensen... He did some really good movies after Star Wars. You know, he did... Uh, um, huh? No, he did A House on the Hill or something <laughs> where he played a, disc, uh, a teen. Yeah, there he was did Glass. Glass he glass did. Like mm. uh, you know, he, he did Jumper some... Jumper was... I had never saw Jumper. I wanted to I see Jumper. I enjoyed Jumper, Jumper wasn't, but it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. Like Jumper concept, wasn't a so. great... I mean, they, it wasn't a great movie, but he did some really good independent stuff where, you know, he got to really act. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, look he's, at, a, he's a decent enough actor. Yeah, because he got a crap load of money for. Well, look at uh, Natalie Portman. You know, this isn't Shakespeare. Look at the love scene oh, yeah. between them on. Nat Natalie Portman is the biggest disappointment of those three films because she is an Oscar caliber actress who just phoned it in. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. but look at look at the love scene in she, Attack I mean, of the Clones. She's she's passable in the first one. She's terrible right. in two and three. Yes. Yeah. Two but, is just bad. But two, you know. two, when they're having dinner and everything, and, you, oh, yeah, and no, he's cutting up the, the, the fruit, and he's like, passenger, Obi-Wan would be so gruff. And then they're sitting on the couch, and they're talking about the kiss that shouldn't have been and everything. No, when they're, when they're on the, such the sand cheese. part. When the, they're the on the hill. No, the hill, when, when he rolls down the hill. Sand. The worst part is when she's at the railing of the balcony, and he's complaining about sand. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he kind of touches her hand just a little bit. And touches his shoulder. Uh, I'm, I'm haunted <laughs> by the kids, like. One, Lucas should have never wrote those films. No. Should have been someone else. Two, he should have never directed them. And mm. three, I don't know where that non-energy came from, but it's not there. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about new stuff. 
Um, so so it, Kenobi starts in March. Kenobi starts in March. In we'll Boston. see it then in probably early 2022. Uh, the other series that we already knew was the animated series Bad Batch. So only staring the characters that were in the first four episodes of season seven of Clone Wars. Um, they have said it is the final chapter of the Clone Wars saga. It's kind of the last thing that I think they'll do, at least for some time, nice. characters that you had. No, it is. Well, in no terms of the Clone Wars, they come back and do something with it's that. According well, no, to the period, it's, the time yeah, period that they're in. Where yeah. they're at, where the characters are. We know Ahsoka's story through Clone Wars already because we have Rebels and we had season seven. Mm. So she's. we're not going to have a Clone Wars set time where she has it, where, she, where we see her anymore. There's nobody else that's there. We know what happens to Anakin during, you know, episode three. So the same thing here. The characters that we've been introduced to that we don't know their fates, their fates are going to be told probably in The Mandalorian, as we've seen Bo-Katan, <laughs> maybe Sabine, Ahsoka. We'll see those characters there. Here gets these Bad Batch characters that were initially supposed to be in the series five years ago or whatever when it first ended, and then we got them here. And we um, see in we see in the sizzle reel that you you get yeah. Palpatine's uh, speech of turning the so it's, it's Republic into the it's Empire. Final chapter of the saga. It does take place just before, during, and after uh, Order sixty six. Um, it comes in twenty twenty one. We did see a, a sizzle reel, kind of a teaser, and it also shows us that there's a young Fennec Shan from the Mandalorian that's also in it. Yep, we see them with Is the clones. Fennec, yes, oh, oh it's, it's totally Fennec. It's totally her costume. And I think no one's denied it at all. Yep. And okay. it's like, Ming-Na Wen's there. You know, she's going to come in and record, like, hey, there's a video booth over there. Can you go do, like, six lines? Um, <laughs> so we'll get some of her backstory as well. Uh, I wonder if we'll get any Asajj. No, we know Asajj's story, remember? It's in the book. But, The book happens before uh, Order 66. The end of the book is before Order 66. Is it? Yes. Dark Disciple is? I thought it was after. Dark Disciple, I believe I, it is. I just finished that. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I like Asajj. Oh, it's a great book. Oh, Christy the, Golden yeah. has the two most emotional gut punch books. That and uh, <gasps> uh, um, Battlefront 2. That's who Inferno could show Squad. up. Yeah. You know who I think shows up? Boba Fett. In Bad Batch. Yep. <clears throat> yes. So that's how he knows who she is. I mean, he'll know who she is. No, I was way. saying at the end of uh, Mandalorian Season 2. Quinlan. We're not talking about Mandalorian Quinlan. season two. We, uh, we put that out there, too, because we don't know his fate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone said Asajj, and I'm like, we know Asajj's fate. Yes. Um, That's why she, and she can't be the acolyte either for the. Uh, right. Um, unless her species is super long-lived. Um, but we know most of her past because of yes. the stuff with Dooku. So, again, I mean, this is the only animated project that we know of for right now. No. What's the other one? Visions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Androids. There's three, there's three of them. Uh, the only one that, well I guess Droids has a story too it's the only one that's Dave Filoni's doing <laughs> <laughs> put it that way that has characters go. that we've seen before. it's the only one that we've already had well yeah Droids has characters we've seen before yeah that's true it's the only one that's a direct sequel to something that's already yeah, been it finishes the story um, the reel looked great oh it looked amazing as was, much as as much as we kind of like hemmed and hawed those first four episodes and again I think if we had seen that Four years ago or whatever, season seven as it was, that wasn't billed as here's the end of Ahsoka's story. We mm -hmm. would have been fine with those first four episodes and we would have liked those characters a lot more than the fandom, including us going, wait, I thought this whole season was about Ahsoka. Yep. And it ends up being just these guys. We get Tarkin um, in Imperial uniform. You see a Tarkin in Imperial uniform. We do get the, the clicked over. Like you said, you get to see Palpatine announce the, you know, the hall of the, the, the reformed into the. Galact the first galactic empire, which you would, there would be the clones would carry over for a little bit. To stormtroopers until stormtrooper academies were, put yeah, in or place. they changed the uniform. Right, they've never really given you, unlike 
the the EU novels, they really didn't give you a changeover in terms of like how long it took to be. Because when you get two different sets of clones towards the end of the series, at the, end, at of the, the end of episode three, Return Revenge of the Sith, you do see Tarkin in the Imperial uniform. I don't think you see any stormtroopers on the bridge. That uniform isn't out yet. No, and the same thing in the EU, they changed the name, but they were still using the the Phase Three armor. Yes, we never got. They got exact, rid of the colors. Of yeah, the we never got an exact date, quote unquote. How many years it took them for them to update the armor again? Right. We know it happens by Solo because they already have it. Yeah. Well, we know Tie Fighters don't hit until Tarkin. Believe so. Yes. Um, cause yeah, they're using those V wings or yep. whatever at the end of episode three. So it's, it's one of those like things that was kind of in the back of my head. I totally forgot about it. And then they hit it. It was like, Oh yeah, we're getting that. Well, that looks fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, it's based off the other stuff that's the, of the stuff we've already seen. That'll be probably one of the only other things we get in 2021. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so Kathleen Kennedy did all of this again. It's an investors meeting. So you want the head of the company that's there. Um, she announced that there are two shows coming is set in the time of the Mandalorian. Uh, they are direct spinoffs in a way because we think we've seen the characters that are in them. Which gives me and another the reason. First Somebody one Lucasfilm listens to the show. Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, it's not. Re- there wasn't any word really of content or who it was, except the fact that it is set in the time of the Mandalorian. Um, it seems unlikely they're going to follow the two X-Wing pilots, Carson Teva or, and Trapper Wolf, mostly because if they do, they have to recast Trapper I think, Wolf. I think Dave Filoni cannot be in a series. But a lot of people are talking about Cara Dune being the head of it as the as a marshal slash, because she is a kind of an old ranger, drop trooper, yeah. whatever it is. It could be her, or it could just be something new. Or it's a character, I mean, as far out as this may be, it's a character we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. I think that since we've seen... Was it Trevor? Trevor which which is the other, Dave Filoni and what's the other uh, uh, pilot? Carson Tava. Tava. TVA. Yeah, <coughs> it could be Carson him. Tava. He could be in it. Carson. Yes, Carson. From the from the logo, it looks like it could be some. There could be some pilots and stuff in it. I don't think they go too much because of one of the other announcements that is coming out. Yeah, but if this is, again, there's really nothing for this. I think it's just going to be, and again, it may be something that we haven't seen yet. Maybe the the storyline of them trying to get the Outer Rim under control, corral the Imperial Remnant that's there, that storyline moves to this series mm-hmm. while the Mandalorian goes back to Bo-Katan and whatever's happening on Mandalore. Right, and right. Because as much as we've seen with Bo-Katan, we haven't seen any of the Coven... Anyone who may have escaped, we don't know if the armorer escaped, but his coven that he, that he was from, or covert that he was from, we haven't heard anything from them this this season. We may return to that next mm-hmm. season. Well, they also proved with this last episode that you can do the show without the baby Yoda. I don't think you do more than a couple, but we'll see. Um, so that's that one. Again, there's not a lot of info for it yet. We'll probably get that coming out. And then the second one that comes out of the Mandalorian set in the same time period is the worst kept secret in Hollywood that Ahsoka gets her own series starring Rosario Dawson. Again, didn't give us any details as to what it may be about just the time it's set in. And we, we even mentioned this last week when we were reviewing that episode is that, you know, even before we talked about it, that you don't hire Rosario Dawson to do a one-off episode or a couple, you know, a couple in a season 
if you were going to do that, there's no point. You just hire Ashley to do it. You have Ashley come in and do the one episode. You're good. You're done. You know, you haven't heard anything. But unfortunately, but unfortunately, Ashley is not in the position as an actress to carry a series. Whereas Rosario could carry a series. As an actress, you know, having well, then you get into the debate like it doesn't matter who plays her if it's just Ahsoka and it's written well, it doesn't. Yeah, but you still want to have somebody that's that's. No, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is that idea of carrying a series or carrying a movie is talked about in a way that I think is just total BS now because actors and actresses, I guess they're just all called actors now. Stars don't push franchises anymore like they used to in the 80s. Not as you much. Went, you went to every Arnold movie because it was an Arnold movie. Right. You don't do that anymore. You go to a Predator film because you're a Predator fan. It's not as much, not. but it still it still does exist. It's, when you have a character established like that, I think you probably could have put anyone competent in that role and you, fans would have still liked it as long as it's written well and it, sure. it, it's true to her, her character or the change that they made where she just murders a whole bunch of people <laughs> or just lays waste to a whole bunch of people. Well, so also that, now it's it's factoring in the, in that she's already played the character. Of course, yeah. You're, well, that's why that's you do it. That's exactly why you do it. You're definitely not going to do a series without her, right? You, if, or change the actress at that point. You know, yeah. but you you introduce it in something like this, which is safe. You've already established. You know, this show is established. Yeah. If the fans or it doesn't work, you know, the fans don't like her or it doesn't work. You just cancel. You, you you don't do the show. Right. You don't do the Ahsoka show. You're not out anything. You know that it's not going to get you any money in the end. So. But it was so well received, and it was exactly what they wanted to say. Okay, now we can announce this show and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Once everybody loses, they're they're forcing minds. The one thing that worries me the most about this the show symbol that's behind the logo is the logo and the symbol. I am so worried that they are going to go to the world between worlds. And I, I don't think there's any way they don't. There's no way Filoni's leaving that alone completely. I agree with you. And as soon as that logo popped up, I went, oh, no. And, that's, and, and to be clear, that's not what I want either. Star Wars is a, is a space fantasy, heavy on the fantasy, less on the sci-fi. Everyone's like, it's a sci-fi film. No, it's not. Right. It's a fantasy film. Keep Doctor Who. But is, whether is it's entire. science fiction or fantasy, both of those genres usually have some sort of time at travel scenario that's thrown in somewhere along the line. Look at Star Trek. And shoot, fly around the sun really fast. Um, <laughs> and Star Wars had stayed away from it yep. for so long. And they got away from it from, they got around it in the idea of someone like Chewbacca is 200 years old. Yoda's 800 years old when we meet them. Yep. You know, or almost 900 years old when we meet him. And so you're like, you can tell stories with Yoda 400 years ago. The only reason it, it was introduced was to save Ahsoka. The only reason it was introduced was to make us think that Ahsoka died in the first place. Yeah. It's very easy That's to very have true. that thing collapse and show her on the other side of it. Oh, yeah, totally. And then be like, well, I'm stuck here. I can't go anywhere or whatever. Which you know? explains why she's gone for the whole yeah. war. And now it's, the, <laughs> it's like, boink. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. Cool. Mm-hmm. Because um, literally, Ezra pulls her back into time before Rogue One. Yes. So she's she's technically there through the entire mm-hmm. Galactic Civil War. Exactly. She pulls it, if, if he leaves her, because he, he leaves her in the current time that he pulls her. Yes. And that's after the time jump in Rebels between season two and three, right? Which isn't that long. It's like a year, isn't it? No. Uh, she, yeah, she's left there for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's just popped right in there. So the, the, there's rumors of what Ahsoka could be. That might be where the storyline with 
Grand Admiral Thrawn and possibly Ezra Bridger and maybe and Sabine goes. Last week, I, we said that. Uh, last week, I said that. I bet you you don't see that in this series with Grand Admiral Thrawn and everything. I said, I bet you you see that in Ahsoka's own series. Yeah, I'd say either that or, you, or... I mean, you've got, like... To me, everything that The Mandalorian's done this year with all these mythology episodes is set up what the next five seasons can be. Oh, sure. If we did a season with Mandalore, we did a season with Ezra Bridger, we did a season with whatever Moff Gideon's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've got all those things. But yeah, you can go off and do... If The Mandalorian isn't a part of Ezra's story, which he probably doesn't need to be one way or the other. Right. If it's her, and this allows you to have the Mando running and Ahsoka running at the same time, they're in the same time period, or, you know, in terms of, of year. Yeah. Um, but we the don't two have a so, The two shows that we said that... That and this is why you know jokingly I said that somebody from Lucasfilm listens to us because the two shows that we said that we really should have are one that deals with the stuff that's going on with the New Republic, you know presumably the X wings and stuff that are flying around space police space police yeah we we said space police ships instead of chips (laughs) (laughs) we we, we call it space cops which is you know ranges the New Republic space cops. And then we said Ahsoka. Because he's big, the first thing I could think of <laughs> fat boys, fat boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when Kevin comes for you? <laughs> Kevin. No. Is Eric Dave. gonna be part of it? No, too? Teva. Oh, I said when Teva, Teva comes for Teva. you. Teva. Oh, yes. I thought you said Kevin. Like, no. Are we getting Eric Estrada as part of ships? Uh, he's probably There's probably more plastic on him than the ship itself, so maybe. I don't know. He's nothing but plastic steel now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I just thought it was funny that the two that they mentioned in The Mandalorian were the ones that we had said. Yeah. Uh, we also got a little more news on a series that we had had been already announced, and that is Andor, which, yes. of course, co- uh, follows Cassian Andor from Rogue and One. Andor? Yes, it's Andor. Andor. He's, he's very so Andorian. either. Um, no. They gave us a, a episode count of 12 episodes. Yep. It will be released in 2022. They did give us a sizzle reel feature uh, with Diego Luna, who plays Cassian, um, and we know it's a space thriller. Oh, excuse about, me. A, it's uh, run by, yeah, the show a runner is a guy who does a lot of spy thrillers. So we see real sets. We see uh, new, you know, creature department going crazy. They talk a lot. And I thought it was funny reading the sizzle reel. Sizzle reel. Everyone there was like, we're doing the same things we would do if this was a feature film. They're spending the same money yeah. if it's a feature. This is going to look like a feature film. <laughs> it was almost like, it's not going to be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's going to look like the actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also show you a lot of people who have joined the cast, some that we've seen before. It's the young woman who played Mon Mothma's coming back. Uh, I totally spaced on her name. Um, and then we have a bunch of people that we haven't seen before, so we don't know those characters. And one of the things missing is Alan Tudyk. We had assumed he would be in the series. I think they initially said he they, was going to be. but That seemed to be, I kind of looked back to see if it was ever confirmed, but it just looked like a lot of, uh, a lot of websites just assuming he was going to be in it as K2. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not, it doesn't tell you exactly when it's set, whether it's right up against Rogue One, if it's the start of Cassian's career. Diego Luna looks like he hasn't aged a day since he shot that f- that film. Yeah. Um, there what, is... What, like four years ago? 16. Yeah. So, yeah, he yeah. probably shot it he five years ago. He still looks like a kid. Yeah. Um, the There is a story that was released when Rogue One came out. There was a comic book called Cass, uh, Andor and K2, Cassian and K2, and it's the story of how he finds K2 and mm-hmm. reprograms him. My thought now with who we've seen in it is they they may tell that story in this series and just overwrite the comic, which we said years ago where people some people said, well, they can't. It's canon. And they're like, who cares? He is listed on IMDb and take it for what you will. Yeah. For Andor episode one, season one as K2SO. We'll I see. feel like I remember seeing something kind of 
I saw a bunch of that because be I, when we talked about it, I said that he was going to be in it because yeah. that's what I kept seeing. But it's weird to have him attached to yeah. make uh, Kathleen Kennedy specifically mentions Diego Luna in it. At the end of the sizzle reel, he's joined by Guinevere O'Reilly. Guinevere O'Reilly, um, and not mention him with all yeah. The other she cast. mentions the yeah. showrunner, whose whose work is in that kind of spy thriller genre, and then mentions like six people and falls out Genevieve O'Reilly being Mon returns as Mon Mothma and not mention Alan Tudyk. Seems odd to me, but who knows? I mean, we'll Stellan see. We'll Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård is going to be in it because Denise again, Gal. Marvel cannot. Give a check to somebody they haven't already given a check to. Fiona Shaw, yeah, and Kyle Soller. They uh, Fiona Shaw would be Imperial, I would imagine. No? Maybe. Um, she looks like she could be. Could be. They do mention in the sizzle reel when they're showing the creature shop. We have over two hundred named characters, and I turned to Rich with the joke, like, "Yeah, that's only because Hasbro demands names for everything they might make a figure of. <laughs> they're never making Hammerhead again, dude. One, one season. What's that? One season." But we don't uh, know. We have 12 episodes makes me feel like it's only going to be a season. Yeah. You know, Hasbro on Wednesday was like, oh, my gosh. We're going to make so oh, many figures. Oh, at the figures. end of this, Hasbro's like, oh, thank God. Um, so some new stuff that was announced that we, we didn't know about. They did announce that we are have yet another Disney Plus series. There's only one film that was announced. Correct. And we'll get that at the end. That Lando, it will be oh, a series. I was hoping you would save that one after the cartoons. No, it's okay. We'll do the cartoons after. Um, the well, the thing with Lando is, no details were given at all. No. When it's set, or even who's in it, except for the director. Except for the director, it's created by Justin Simeon, who did Dear White People. Um, he wrote, directed, he wrote, produced, and directed it. So the movie or the show? The there was a movie before. Movie, too. I believe. Right. Uh, so that's the only details we got. No one said anything about Donald Glover. No one said anything about Billy Williams. Assume it's, um, you got to assume it's it's Glover. You got to assume it's young Lando. Until I get the details, I'm not assuming that Donald Glover signed on for it. The one thing that they did do was they showed the Falcon in it. You know, they they and it was the Falcon from Solo with the the escape pod and everything. So it's possible. There's a lot of people online speculating this is going to be this is going to be what Solo Two would have been. You know, and which is what Chris has said all along was if they they need to do make a Lando, they just do Lando and then maybe bring Solo in. I you love know. Solo. I love Solo. I love Solo. I still think a Lando movie would have been even better. And I, yeah, because I think you would have connected to which it. Which this is another reason way. why I think somebody from Lucasfilm <laughs> listens to our show. Well, I also said if you have a talent like Donald Glover, don't make him the sidekick. Look, I know I know San Francisco is always one of our top listeners. <laughs> the the city. Somebody uh, in San Francisco. The city really, itself. Somebody in San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. I said San Fran. San Francisco. I said the San Francisco. Is, is he's, he's trying, Oscar yeah, you're trying to say it wrong. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to say it wrong. I'm saying <laughs> it right. That's how, that's the, the creative language that. Last that week, I head. could not say Oscar Isaacs to save oh my, my life. He kept calling him Isaac Oscars. <laughs> and then he would call him like. I, Isaac and it just kept going. It was so bad. It got to the point where I told him, like, just call him Poe. Yeah. But Chris, you know, for a couple of years now, Before Chris has been saying. Solo even yeah. came out. I said, make it. As soon as they said Donald Glover was in it, I was like, my God, just make that its own movie. So if it is, then we know that it's probably going to be whatever Solo 2 would have been. This is the, the, the follow up. If it takes place after. If it takes well, place after. I don't think it is because I have a feeling. I think it's before. It could be. 
It seems easier to do it before. I think it's easier to do it before, and you, you get st- to use uh, L3 in it. I still think that they would like to do a Solo 2 as a feature film. At some I think point. so, too. And I don't think Ron Howard wants to waste whatever story they wanted to tell. And it doesn't mean that it, it has to mean Lando's before it. Um, you can still have Lando after with mm-hmm. him getting the Lady Luck. Yep. You can bring in the the syndicates if you want to. Because he is a smuggler. Mm-hmm. He is a gangster. He is, runs one of these things. One of the things I see kind of as, as an off point is, is it's starting to feel like the idea in the creative group is that this is the only time Han and Lando see each other before Bespin. And I was like, yeah. I really hope it isn't. Because it, it just I want them to be better frenemies longer yeah mm-hmm. you know because even when we read double shot the book that came out around solo the two of them are chasing after the same object object but in different times they actually never meet correct and that's post he already has the falcon he's already with chewy ow um so he doesn't uh you know it's not a uh uh thing you're looking for wine it's down there <laughs> I'm gonna pause for a wine break here <laughs> Is it one of like the ten bottles I brought that you guys haven't drank yet? Uh huh. Um. So I don't, you know, if, if they set Lando after and and they bring Emily Clark in and you get something with that, that would be cool. That it's not that it doesn't have anything to do with you could with have Han. you could have um you could have Maul in it too. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe. Well, you, you do. Get, you do like we said. You do. Won't you be Sam Ray Park. Yeah, yeah, it won't be. You have somebody Park. else play him. Yeah. At that point, you don't need to have Park. You, no, to, you have to have somebody who can move like Ray Park. You don't even need to. Remember, he's he. he Did you watch the end of Clone Wars? I that know. dude can move. <laughs> but you the have legs, a stunt the, double. He figures it, the, that's what I'm saying. Is you can have a you can basically have what Ray Park did in the first film, which was they hired a stunt man to play him. Yeah, because he had one line and they dubbed it anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I was glad to see that because I want more stories like that. I thought that would be cool. Um, well, also, if you do this and you don't tell whatever you're going to tell with Solo 2, it allows you to dip your foot back into that pool mm-hmm. and ex- see how the fans react to it. And then you know, okay, maybe we don't do Solo 2 as a feature film. We do it as a Disney Plus special feature. But it also does... You can now make Solo 2 without Lando. Oh, yeah. And fans don't feel cheated because you get the Lando series. You yep. still get to see, hopefully, Donald Glover every time I see that film. Every time I watch Solo, I see some new little affectation that he yep. does that's right on with Billy D yep. in, episode four, in episode five. And also the um, color configuration of the of the logo kind of makes you feel... Why are you thought you were going to say the color configuration <laughs> of Lando? Yes, he's black. No, the, 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 color, the colors that they used for the logo... Give you that feel of the Donald Glover. Oh yeah, it's even definitely four. It's going to be Young Lando no matter yeah. what. Um, well, yeah, they're not going to use <laughs> Billy D. Williams at this point. It's funny because uh, I'd love to see Billy D. Williams narrate it. Ooh, if you if you do the Calrissian Chronicles, but it's Billy D. recording them after the fall of the Empire. Yeah, you know, getting back to it to go on. So when I was nineteen, that you know, would got, be that's. I think that would be awesome. You that give, would be awesome. You get both of both the best of both worlds. You know, you, maybe you even get him Ooh, the Wonder Years. Yeah, so basically, basically yeah. the same idea. The you Lando know, just years. Just have Lando like I'm going to go to this planet and find this woman. Just I went to the planet and I definitely didn't find that woman. You know, and I have almost Arrested Development. Yeah. When I'm watching just Empire, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, it kind of came out when we talked about the color, the, the color scheme or whatever. 
I'm watching Empire, and I said, Lando's the only equal opportunity employer in the entire galaxy, because not only does he have black people working as his guard, but he also has Asians. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, those are the only two <laughs> the only two minorities we see in the rest of the whole series. Everybody else are British white people. The only two minorities we see other than Lando work for him, for God's sakes. Yep. I thought that was hilarious when I first saw it. It just kind of popped into my head. Uh, Rich mentioned it before. We do have two new animated series that are not connected to Clone Wars. <laughs> Uh, we have Star Wars A Droid Story. It's an animated series of R2-D2 and 3PPO. <laughs> 3PPO. P-P-O. If you want to make fun of them, that's what it is. You're PPO. C-3PO. Guiding a new hero on an epic secret mission that only they know about. It feels like geared down a bit. Chopper. You know, almost like resistance. That'd be interesting. Well, it's not a new hero, but that would be fascinating. It, it, it feels like either a geared up droids '80s cartoon. Yeah, I think that might be the vibe they're going for. I mean, even the 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 um, the logo looks kind of fun. You yeah, know? I think it's going to be geared towards kids to a certain degree. Kind of what we thought resistance was going to be when we first right. saw it, and the second season's really dark. <laughs> Oh, this is a good show. You're like, oh, everything's funny. Oh, this guy, they blew up my planet. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> because when he first was like, I'm from Hazine Plime. Oh, buddy, you're screwed. Yeah. You're not going to like the land of this. But again, I mean, it's it should be fun. We know that um, the uh, 80s cartoon was fun for what yeah, it was. Yeah, you just, when we were kids, we wanted something else. Yeah. We just want the movies again. And then they gave us movies like, we just want the old movies Well, then again. they, remember the, the old Dark Horse Droids comic book? That comic was fantastic. Yeah. That's one of my favorite covers of all time. Killian Plunkett, who was <gasps> Ooh, the... Uh, I wonder if XPO is going to be in it. <laughs> uh, he does that X... Uh, Killian Plunkett, who's the the design lead for uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. So he worked on the first season, and then he became, like, the production designer for the whole thing. Um, he does that great cover of, of XPO with the, the laser rifle and everything. So that looks like fun. XPO looks time. just like C-3PO, but he's more of an assassin and has a dent. No, he is an head. assassin, and he, C-3PO gets mistaken from him yeah. because he gets a dent. He, someone puts the X on the dent. Mm. He just has red eyes, and he kills people. Um, Which says, that's series. what everybody thought when they saw the red eyes. That's what everybody mm, thought was yep. going to be C-3PO in uh, to kill you. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Uh, the other series is Star Wars Visions. It's an animated series that tells short stories through the lens of some of the world's greatest anime creators. That sounds fascinating yeah. to me. Mm. Well, there was a there anime was a or animation. Anime. anime. It's all it's all Japanese. Uh, okay. There there was a uh, fan film that somebody did a, fan, a little short that they did of the Tie Fighter pilot. You know, in the like yeah, X-Men that guy pilot. worked on like six years for that thing. Yeah, it's more of the someone took the stuff from Galaxy of uh, Gal. What is what's the what's the YouTube one that they did? Here's uh, Gal- is, here's Galaxy's a, Adventures. Galaxy, yeah, something like that. Something like, yeah, the ones that basically introduce the characters, like Darth mm. Vader is an evil villain. Galaxy of Heroes. Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah. So someone cut that mm. and made it into an anime opening with the the Japanese music and lyrics, and it's just them going crazy. And mm-hmm. then there's a couple new pieces in it. And I saw that. And we were watching it at work the day before they announced this. And I was like, oh, I wonder if some of that, I wonder if that guy's one of the ones that's in there. Hmm. I love the style. Obviously, you know, Star Wars is huge in Japan. We've seen um, the manga for it that's adapting some of the YA yep. books, uh, as well as other manga that's been created with it. We've seen people do. There's short that great animation. little manga of, uh, of Ahsoka meeting Luke. And yeah. she and she asked him about Anakin. And he says, yeah, he goes, you look just like your father or something. And she says, you know, he says, Which yeah, I, I, you know, 
did I? Did you ever get to I see wish him? You, I wish you got a chance. It's to a meeting. I said I did, and like, you know, did, and then he came, came back, back, and yeah. she starts crying and falling at his feet, yeah, knowing that he came work. back to the you know to the yeah. good side, mm-hmm. um, the light That's side. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's short story stuff is so much fun. Yeah. To do when we do Marvel, we'll talk about what if. Sort of the same idea. There's so, what if looks so there's good. so much stuff you can do and do so short that you can, when they did those. Um, the Batman shorts that they did to yes. celebrate the, it, they were so perfect. You yes. know, that's where the Batman Samurai came from, and they made it into a feature film. Yep. For God's yeah. sakes. So I'm excited for that to see what we get from it. It'd be interesting to see if there is an original character in those visions that latches on that we then get an actual show from. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Years and years down the line. Well, and then also Disney now, or uh, Hasbro now has more toys that they can make in an anime style. <laughs> The thing is, I wonder if COVID catches up with Hasbro next year and we only get like 20 figures. Because we got like 40 figures just in the last half well, of this year. But you remember how we saw the, the you sound? You see how many figures Rich bought alone. I think he's I think he's. But even, even look at how popular the, the samurai versions of, you know, oh, yeah. the no, characters just, became. No, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. Production hasn't caught, production hasn't caught up with COVID yet. Right. The right. shutdowns in the East in China where their factories are have not caught up to the figures we're seeing right now. Yeah. So either they're taking everything that they had and they're getting it out as fast as possible. And we're going to see a lull or they figured out a way to keep production going that will still get however many figures that we well, think we're going to get. That's why we got so many reprints this year. Yeah. And we're going to get reprints next year. I think we're going to get even more next year because of that fact that they're going to have to have stuff that needs to be produced very quickly. Well, you're also not going to have a lot of content next year. No. It's the year after that you're going to get a lot well, yeah, of Yeah, once you get to the end of next year, all the stuff is 2022 and beyond for the most part. I think they mentioned, excuse me, that something like Rangers, they, I, I, she might have screwed up. I could have sworn I heard Kathleen Kennedy say Rangers of the New Republic comes out in late 2021. I thought she Meaning it could no, be I, running I think, concurrent, concurrently with Mandalorian. I think she meant that Mandalorian is now coming out at the end of 2021. She, she mentions that. And then when oh. she when she announces the two series, she mentions it again. I think See, something I could like be that. Wrong. Something like that's not hard to do because you're going to be well, do- especially if they're doing it. If they're if they're, you could be running both those shows right. at the same time. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. why there's a second one in Los Angeles. That it could be true. the The last series that we go to is uh, Star Wars: The Alkalite. This was teased by uh, show creator Leslie Headland a couple weeks ago. It is set towards the end of the High Republic, and it features. Uh, it's just the final. It says it's. Fe- it's set in the final days of the High Republic, 200 years before episode four, mm-hmm. and that it features a character as that explores the dark side, starts to move towards the dark side. So that sent our brains on going crazy, and the internet caught up with us of who it could be, because we said it could be Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. Oh. Could be the character that you would know, that you wouldn't know, that was introduced you to you in the series. Because it's, it's already too late Bane. to be Bane. Because Bane would have been at well, the end could, of Sith Wars. Because Bane is canon, but I don't think they give you a year. They don't give you a year, but they you know Bane is canon. He is the one that comes up with the power of two or the with the, the order of two. Um, but it's too late for him. But Plagueis, you could be, especially since his species could be. You could have him. Whatever at, species they pick can be yeah. long lived. Yes. Um, Pal- it, it, Palpatine. Be, Palpatine's too, too, too young because he's still he's a normal human. Maybe he's a clone still. That's the that's I saw someone floated that that he was always a clone. Yeah, that's why he want. That's why he went to Camino for the clone armies. That he always he knew he was a clone already. That's why his disfigurement sort of took differently and just didn't outright die. Maybe, maybe. Uh. 
I think play if you're going to attach it to something, and this I, is part of the problem with my my problem with Star Wars is the only thing we've ever gotten that wasn't tangentially it wasn't directly connected to something was the first season of The Mandalorian. And by the end of it, by the set the second season, it's like here's all the stuff from Clone Wars, the original trilogy, that we're throwing in your face. Oh, we're also going to throw in stuff that you know to connect it to the other stuff. Yeah. So the, I hope it's somebody new because if we don't get new characters that people fall in love with, yeah. at some point you're going to run out. Like, how many Ahsoka stories are you going to be able to tell? See, I don't think I don't think you're going to tell Palpatine so soon. You know his his origins. I think that you know, especially since we they're wanting to do have them in a way. <clears throat> yes. I mean, you have. I mean, Some of the stuff I know the Plagueis anymore, book isn't canon, which had no. all of that. Um, but you're also talking about at the end of the High Republic, which is their next big, you know, thing okay. that they're doing with all the novels and comics and stuff coming say, out. This, this will not be the last filmed or live entertainment that you're going to see for the High Republic. I no. don't think. Which you know, I mean, it's just it's interesting to have a show that's going to explore the dark side. Towards the end of it, at least. Yeah. It is, as they say, it's in the final days of, of kind of the fall of it. I wonder if we get, you know, we don't know where this uh, this Sith War that's mm-hmm. been mentioned in the Thrawn book is. And I have this feeling it's going to be a female. Uh, he said it was a female lead. Yeah. Or she said it was a female well, lead. Well, we, we knew that. They had said that, that her show was going to be mostly female-centric. Yeah. Um, and we've never really had a female, other than Asajj, we've never really had a female, you know, Sith acolyte slash Lord. Like a uh, Darth Talon, maybe. Well, that's, that's the, what the that's comics. what we were. That's what one of that's the things we floated. That's the huge spec. Because now, yeah. good luck trying to find uh, Star Wars Legacy number one. Speculators have picked <laughs> it up like crazy. Well, we know that Lucas had intended if he was going to do the sequel trilogy of having a Darth Talon in it that was a, a Twi'lek that, you know, was red yeah. and black. Well, that was supposed to be a bug because it was all about bugs. <laughs> so, all about shrinking down to the midichlorian I just remember world. a couple people I follow was like, I oh, read the Star title Wars. of Star Wars The Bad Batch as The Bad Bitch, and I really was hoping for Darth Talon. <laughs> Do you know how many people, because, you, know, you know, I've had that shirt for a while when, when her bad universe, bitch? no, The Bad Batch, her universe, as soon as it. they announced it, yeah. what, six months ago, they put that shirt out, uh, you know, uh, from her universe. So I grabbed it as soon as I saw it. And every time somebody, I wear it, somebody goes, bad bitch. What the hell is that? No, bad Star Wars, the well, bad bitch. It's because Rich is, Rich is wearing women's clothes and he's a bad bitch. So. I've got a kilt on with it and everybody's like. You moved to Europe. There's a bunch of people in Europe that are wearing like, <laughs> that's like the new thing. That guy as in Germany that wears, a, uh, wears women's um, business attire to his work and heels and everything. Melissa sent me a message like, you dress like this in Germany. I'm like, no, I don't like that. You <laughs> guys' legs are much better than mine are. You pull off a kilt. Oh, not a chance. Uh, yeah, Acolyte, but it just, you know. Acolyte sounds like one of the most the, interesting because it's the only thing that's not connected to something we yeah. haven't and seen And there are yet. so many people that are like, I don't care about the Bad Batch. I don't care about Acolyte. I don't care about Andar. All I really, you know, and I don't care about all the, the all well, I care about the, is Kenobi and Ahsoka. Let me get through the last thing and then we'll talk about the care about and, and kind of thing. So the last thing that was announced, uh, it was first shown on Patty Jenkins, Twitter uh, that she is helming the next star Wars feature film that we'll see. And that is rogue squadron. It comes out in December of 2023. Woo-hoo! There's not a lot of detail. Nope. Um, there's a lot of speculation of where it's going to be set. 
it's unlikely that it's going to be Wedge it, or anybody that you knew. It connected from to anybody. Page. I mean, they yeah. may have a couple names that were from Rug Squad. It or would just be as interesting tribute. if they do Wes. Yes. And I said in, in a in a close group that I was in, I said I think the character, if you, if you really think a character that has a name that existed in the EU that people would recognize is Wes Jansen, yes. who was uh, Wedge's gunner on Hoth, and in the EU is basically his second lieutenant or his first lieutenant in the squadron. He's the XO of the squadron under Wedge. Mm-hmm. Um, the EU does feature Hobby. Hobby is now retconned in continuity to be dead. He does blow up General Veers' walker on the Battle of Hoth, which Veers survives and loses his legs, and then he gets metal ones and a lightsaber, and he becomes a new Darth Maul. Um, the, the rest of that is untrue. Uh, <laughs> just tell you that Veers that Veer survived, and he's missing his legs. Um, or we could see some amalgamation of some of the characters we've seen before. The symbol <laughs> Rich and I have turned into super detectives. Is it a T sixty five or a T seventy? Well, the, see, the, the the engine nacelles seem to be a full circle. It does look like a T sixty five. We probably were, oh, we were totally nerds. It's probably set e close to the Mandalorian timeline. That five to ten years yeah. after, um, it could start at the Battle of Jakku. We're not sure if. Well, the, especially if we're seeing in the in the show itself that the. New Republic is starting to go around as space cops. Kind exactly. Of. So the idea of Rogue well, Squadron. My, my new detective uh, case is trying to figure out the helmet that that Patty, Patty Jenkins, Jenkins had. The announcement's fantastic. Um, we find out Patty Jenkins' father was a fighter pilot. And so she's mm-hmm. always really loved that. And she's like, I couldn't find the right story. It's like, I wanted to say, because I'm a girl, I wasn't allowed to direct Top Gun 2, which looks awful. Um, which, no, that's close to the helmet. It's close. I don't think it's it's based on any red. But um, yeah, there's a lot of speculation as where it would be and kind of what it would do. If the if the points of view book is canon, uh, there is a mention in it that rogue, the Rogue Squadron name gets retired after Battle of Hoth. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, sort of. And they well, the in, the in the original EU, it's it's the same thing. They reform Rogue Squadron after Return of the Jedi because obviously so many pilots are lost in in the Battle of Endor. Yes. Um, and then they have the the Bakura book that I barely remember it all. Um, but then in the Rogue Squadron book, Admiral Akbar goes to Wedge and says, we need a group that isn't just pilots. They're the best of the best that mm-hmm. you can find, but they can also do espionage and spying and all this stuff. And of course, there's a great comic book series, which was weird because I'm, I'm reading that. Yeah. In the Epic Collection, I was reading it like the day before they announced it. Like, oh my God, I'm right in the middle of it. Well, last <laughs> week we sat here and we were talking about, you know, space cops and everything. And I said, they really need to do a Rogue One movie. Rogue I mean, Squadron. Squadron, excuse me. They really need to do a Rogue Squadron movie. Mm-hmm. I would, that, you know, that's what I'd love to see. And then Wednesday or Thursday, boom, they said that. And I'm Wednesday. like. All, all this came out on Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. And I was looking at it and, you know, and we were, we had this thread going, uh, you know, on Facebook that we were just, all of us, you know, our private message. We're just going nuts about it. This was coming in. Everybody was just popping stuff in and out. And then, you know, like, when just was, like, it was like shot. Oh, no, it was it. Thursday. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Right. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Uh, <laughs> because I was, at, I was in storage. Yeah. And then I looked down and I see, I think the first thing I saw was the Ahsoka. I was like, right. oh, they're doing Ahsoka series. So I clicked onto Star Wars Twitter and then I was like, Ahsoka. Bad Batch, Rangers of the New Republic, Obi-Wan Kenobi. What the hell is going on as I'm scrolling? Like, what is this? And because they were, as soon as Kathleen said it, they had no one, no one put up Rogue Squadron. And then I was looking at one of the last things. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was putting up this, you know, I I saw the, the, the map that they did that shows all of the things that they announced. And I'm like going through it. I was like, 
Rogue Squadron. Holy shit. And then, you know, I immediately put it up there and everything. And then I started watching the the investors group thing. And when they got to it and she said, Patty Jenkins is going to direct Rogue Squadron. I'm like, Patty Jenkins is going to direct Rogue Squadron. Patty Jenkins. I was like, just going nuts. Over it. And then later I found Patty Jenkins put up on her Twitter. That's how it was announced. She put it on her Twitter. No, it was, a, it was announced. It was. Uh, Hold on. She put it on her Twitter just oh. before. They showed it in the investor group, and then okay. they showed it on the investor group. And then, so she, she put up this little video, you know, of her in on she's a runway. She's rollerblading, yeah. And then she gets to the end. She's like, I, I wasn't able to to put the two of them together, and now or now I can put she my always two wanted favorite to do, loves yeah. together. And she puts on an X wing helmet. She's taking the rollerblades off, and then she starts walking towards an X wing as she's putting on the rebel jump shoe. Um, and I'm like crying. Jenkins, of course, <laughs> I'm Jenkins sending Chris it, going yeah. this text with going with this. I dare you to watch this and not get chills because you know Chris. Oh, it was a, all, it was because really you know well Chris done. loves you know fighter fighters. Rogue Squadron stuff is my favorite stuff from the EU. The comic book series is the favorite. Is my favorite. The book series is my favorite. Um, along with Republic. I mean, you, you go to so. Miramar every year. Oh yeah. Well, every year that I can. Yeah, that's not <laughs> COVID. I wasn't able to go last year and it doesn't exist this year. Um, Jenkins obviously doing Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. It's funny that the day it came, that's what it was. like. Having having Jenkins attached to a project with Disney as a feature film the day after, oh, or yeah. a couple of days after HBO said, we're going to take your film that was supposed to be in the theaters and we're going to throw it on HBO Max for free. Yeah. And apparently... This all this news came out. That the whole article that I sent you about AT and T, yep. I really wanted to talk about it, but I just don't know if there's any time. We may have to do it. It's like it's a bonus episode, just me and you talking. Yeah, actually, about you know, what we should do is when it's getting close. Uh, I was gonna say closer to Christmas because you know with it coming up. Then. Um, but uh, it's almost like a hey, I know that Disney is not gonna put my movie on Disney Plus the day that it's supposed to be in theaters. Right. Because part of the article is about the fact that it's going to be very tough for Warner Brothers to start signing creative talent when I don't think any talent's going to believe they're going to see anything on the back end anymore. So well, they're, they're also pissed off right now. Anyways. Yeah. So um, I love the announcement. I love the idea. I know it, it's the, the bad thing is, is we know that lots of fandom menace guys are doing, yeah, I can't believe it's not Wedge. It's not in. I don't care. Give me. Give me the series. Give me X Wings. Give me new characters. Give me new people. I want. That's what I want. That's you what could I want. have it with Wedge training a new group of Rogue Squadron. You have to get fairly far. Just don't put Wedge in it. I don't. I'd say I don't want Wedge in it. I don't. I don't feel we need to have Wedge in it, but I do want the T sixty five in it. I think. I think. I think that's what you're getting. I think we're going to see because it says New Republic, or, or not New Republic. Um. Uh, I think it's in the New Republic era. She's I, somewhere in there. I remember looking at I Twitter. Think they, but I think they want to stay away from the the uh, sequel trilogy era for a while. Yeah, I, I think I think they you know because so they're, they're planting some of the seeds. And to you me, have thirty years between the Mandalorian plants some of the seeds of what leads to the First Order, right? That we see in the Battle of Jakku, that we see in Bloodline, and that we see in both Resistance and the Poe Dameron series. It's Rogue Squadron takes place during the Battle of Jakku. I think it might be just after it, because that's where the changes start. Yeah. What the New Republic wants to be. And that's the Bloodline novel. I love being in like these Star Wars groups that don't read the books. Oh, God. And um, like after after the Mandalorian episode, uh, the, the one where they're on Navarro and they find the 
the the imperial base and i start talking about all these things mm-hmm. I'm like where the hell is it? i'm like well that's from bloodline that's from aftermath that's from the poe dameron who was this Cobb character well it wasn't even that it was it was the idea of the bloodline series is super important because that's where you see the breakup of the new republic between right. the populists and the centralists and why the new republic makes the same mistake as the old republic and it doesn't have an army because princess leia or senator leia cannot convince everybody mm-hmm. that there is a threat out there and that led me to the idea that the reason that palpatine creates snoke as a clone is if they find out Palpatine's alive, they're going to go destroy them. But when it's somebody who they've never heard of, fans hate him. I mean, the New Republic is like, oh, we don't know who that it's is. It's not That's a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. He's not a Sith. He's not, you know, he's yeah. not, he's no threat. Yes. Although, you know, obviously Leia knows that he's a Sith because he corrupts her son. Correct. And so there's just a lot of kind of cool things like that. that but even after, even after Bloodline, you know, Leia's on the outs with, you know, a lot of people... Yes. When they find out that she's Vader's daughter, that's the end of it. Is she gets a, she gets expelled from the Senate because she's Vader's daughter? Yeah. How, does, how, that, how does that come out? Uh, she ends up telling him because there's another senator that finds out. That's she tells a, a him centrist. before it gets. Yeah, she. T- no, he's not the one that's going to expose him. It's the girl that's attached to. It's the other he, senator. He, that's but you think he's going to? He's, he, she he thinks threatens he's it going a to, times. and then he actually gets arrested for it. Yes, or whatever. Um, I was trying to find that the tweet that's for it, but yeah, so that's. A lot of Lucasfilm stuff. There's so a lot of Lucasfilm. There's two things with this. There's a lot to be excited about. There's there, also what happened to everybody on Thursday, especially me. I, I can't even, I don't even know. I don't, I can't even put my mind around it. And there's because so many people. To this, we had 85 Marvel things right. and 85 Disney things and 100 Fox things. All these things are coming out, like, just yeah. at you. Like, even investors must have been going, what company am I invested in? <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because in our thread, I was like, I just posted something. And I was like, I'm not reading through the rest of this to see if you guys seen this yet or not. <laughs> well, that's but. why that's why I finally just put down yeah. those spreadsheets. Of yeah, each we didn't get those till the yeah. next day. Like, I, I basically, I went to Star Wars Twitter just going, okay, play, you know, roll down. And then there's still, like, a lot of people that are retweeting it that end up in in that Twitter as well. And it's just like, just stop. I need to figure out. <laughs> but there, there's so many people online that are going, not all of this is going to get made. You know, there's always those those people, you know, well, the, I, I bet you we only see three of these things. Yeah, there's something for that because they seem to think that that Disney is Warner Brothers. Yes. We've seen a lot of projects that were announced by Warner Brothers and never saw the light of day. We talked about right. Marvel. There's one project that they've ever put up on the screen as a feature film that didn't get made as a feature film, and that's Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Because they put it up before Spider-Man, they get Spider-Man and go, oh, we're putting Spider-Man in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And as they got closer, realized well, there's no reason to do in humans. One out of 24 projects that they announced didn't get made. Mm-hmm. Well, technically they, it did get made too. and became a right. miniseries. Didn't get, didn't get made to what it was intended. So right. here's, but here's for the I've most said. part with most of these things that they showed, they had a sizzle reel for them, you know, for the investors to see right. how, you know, that these things are coming together. And that's one of the things you show with investors is you're not just going to say, hey, here's our murder board of what we think we're going to do. You know, investors don't care what you think, right. what they think you're going to do. They want to see tangible stuff for their investment. So also with you Disney's show them track record, you know, I mean, they like Chris said, they've only like Marvel, for example, has only right. dropped one project. But you, but you show them you, you show them, OK, look, these things are being developed, you know. Obviously, they didn't show a you know the the concept of stuff or the sizzle reel for Kenobi and stuff, but they did show something to the investors, and it cut to you know some kind of screen you know like a, a trivia screen for the rest of the people non 
non-investors to see. Right. Yeah, and that type of stuff is probably like the Obi Wan one is probably. Uh, I think that's where it's that just quote, concept well, stuff. Well, like no, that. I think that 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 where the Ewan McGregor quote actually comes from that. Oh. Of him being like, I'm really excited to do this. I'm so glad you guys have invested in this great company that's currently losing billions of dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't wait to get on board. It's like there's the Andar a lot. stuff. There's a lot, and there's a lot of stuff there, and stuff changes. I mean, we've seen Lucasfilm already, but we usually see once they concrete a project, it's good. Yeah, and it's there. We've seen, you know, how many people have we seen said, "Oh, the guys from Game of Thrones are going to do the next movie." No, Ryan Jensen Johnson's going to do the next movie. That's in limbo. We didn't even they hear did about Patty say Jenkins. That Taika Waititi is still making a Star Wars feature yes. film. That was the one thing I forgot to write it down. I saw it at the end. Um, it's been announced before, and this is kind of the confirmation. He is making a Star Wars film, yeah. which I could not be more excited he, for. They said he's taking a different... It's going to be so different, and I yes. think this is going to be either the best thing they've ever done or the worst thing they've ever done. All I know is I'll probably enjoy it, and the rest of fandom is going to hate it. Well, you know, It's they, not serious enough for my Star Wars. Tag and Bink. They, they, oh, my God. That would be so good. <laughs> they they kind of they kind of showed logos with all these things and stuff, right? And when they showed Taika, they showed this the Star Wars logo that looked like Schoolhouse Rock or yeah. you know heavy metal and stuff like that. It was kind of that you know kid fun looking Star Wars font, right? And I, I did. I thought about ta- tagging Bink too. I thought that would be awesome to do. <clears throat> and, you know, they, didn't they have mention of having Tag and Bink in something? Solo. Yeah, Tag and Bink were actually shot. There was a scene shot with Tag and Bink and Solo. It's a deleted and it scene. Tight because no. it really doesn't move anything forward. It's, it's how... Um, it's a horrible scene. Well, it's how uh, uh, Han gets expelled from the yes. fighter academy, and that's mm-hmm. why he ends up being a grunt. It's just easier to tell that is when he's down there like, I used to be a fighter pilot. Now I'm doing... I'm a mud trooper. Because um, they don't they don't like nobody who thinks for themselves. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Let's just, Star yeah. Wars Twitter is amazing. I look back at the... The Patty Jenkins announcement and like half of it is, you know, Wonder Woman wasn't that good. <laughs> like, shut up. Nah, I, that uh, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. So next week we will be diving into the Marvel side of the investor group uh, event, which is just as big as Lucasfilm's. Yeah, I think it might be bigger. I mean, there's there, there's spreadsheet is too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we got information for all of it though. In terms of the stuff this series, pretty much, like Feige went into some great detail about it. Yeah, you know what he didn't do? He didn't say he cared anything about TV series. So I need people to shut up about the Netflix crap. Feige doesn't no. care. Yeah, he never the, will care. It He's has not. I, I saw three things that it's confirmed that that uh, Matt Murdock is going to be in Spider Man Three. The, the two things that <laughs> happened this week. The investor and just before it is that every single person that's ever been in a Marvel film before Iron Man is in is in Spider Man. I'm telling you, <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, someone posted a picture of the of uh, uh, Peter's landlord. Yeah, you know what a rent. Was like, <laughs> yeah. If this guy isn't Spider Man three, isn't in Spider Man three, we riot. And then someone put, yeah, he could be a major part of it. The a rent verse. <laughs> like this comment wins the internet. My favorite is that where um, it's from Homecoming. It, was it Homecoming? Where uh, Peter's, um, after Peter's trying to save the boat, and then he's like, he's talking to Tony Stark, and he's like, yeah. oh, if you cared, you would be here. And he actually comes out of the Iron Man suit yeah. or whatever. And it, the, the picture is the Iron Man suit opening up, and it's the landlord. Rent? <laughs> Rent? Uh, so as a tease for next week, you know, when we're talking about Sp- Spider-Man, everybody was wanting um, Charlie Cox to play... 
Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock as his attorney in... No, no. It wasn't that everybody wanted to. It's that almost every site ran with the rumor that he had already signed on to be in Spider-Man 3. So here's the thing. If you're going to have an attorney in Spider-Man 3, you know, for him with his murder charges, you're not going to use Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock when you have She-Hulk coming out. And we already know that they confirmed that Tatiana Mosley is going to be uh, uh, She-Hulk. They also confirmed that Tim Roth is going to be back as Abomination. We're not talking about it now. I'm just giving a tease. It's not a tease. You're telling us all information. Next week, we have more than 20 Marvel projects to talk about. The last thing I was going to say about it was that you would have She-Hulk being his... Attorney. Week. We'll talk about it next and week. And we'll talk about it next week because there is going to be week. some movie crossover with also, television. people are hungry and I don't want to get yelled at again. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next week.